drop your buffs, Outwatch listeners, because we are merged. That's right. It's the merge episode of Survivor Kageyan, and we're here on Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast, to break down this incredible hour of television. My name's Alex, and I'm joined by three of my friends, and as always, we are watching old seasons of Survivor and potting an episode at a time along the way. <laughs> Ever heard pod used as a verb before? <laughs> We're also breaking barriers. Um, and we've got episode seven or six. It's six. We've got episode six of Survivor Kageyan on the docket for you today. And it is a real banger. Um, yeah, it is. But before we get into that, it's time for you to meet our co-hosts. Um, in this episode of Survivor, um, of course they merged, and a important ritual of the merge is naming the new tribe. Um, their options weren't very good. They kind of just splatted together the two previous tribe names. Um, and so we're going to do their work for them and try and come up with a better one. So Adam, welcome to Outwatch. <laughs> What? Um, we'll get carry there. Carry on. We'll get carry there. on. <laughs> Sorry. I did. I did raise my voice in such a way that insinuated I wasn't done talking. I thought it was very funny. Um, hey, Alex, how are you doing? Oh, great, man. <laughs> you want to name the new merge tribe? Yeah, uh, I, I would name my merch tribe. Uh, where have all the chickens gone? <laughs> Sir, uh, Adam is a woke survivor viewer here. He's more concerned with the whereabouts of the chickens than anything else. <laughs> Hashtag find these chickens. I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Thanks for having me. Hey, what would you name this tribe? I was thinking long and hard about it. I wrote down brains, beauty, brawn. Hey, what that's... Happened? Well, hold on, hold on. I'm not there yet. What happens when you uh, add all those together? Well, what are we missing? You know, we've got brains and and beauty and brawn. What about personality? <laughs> <laughs> she literally wrote personality. <laughs> you got to keep that alliteration. <laughs> they all she have personality. She also spelled brawn, B-R-A-U-N. Isn't which- that right? Is, isn't it W? It's isn't a that w. like the towel, paper towel brand? Yes. No, maybe it's not. I don't believe Maybe you. I'm wrong. I trust myself. You spelled it like Ryan Braun, the left fielder of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, who, by the way, Screw is going to guy. miss their opening series in Toronto because he forgot his passport. That's well, real. Oh, you need a passport? Yeah, because they're going to Canada. Oh, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Okay, right. guys, 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 guys. Scott, welcome to Outwatch. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Good. What would you name this tribe? <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't that creative, so I just typed in Survivor Tribe Name Generator. Ooh. <laughs> um, so it gave, this site gave me 10 random ones, and if I just keep clicking it, it'll give me 10 different ones. <laughs> so what do you got? I'm just... I'm clicking it, and the one that I'm settling on is the Sapphire Earkin. What? The oh. Sapphire Earkin. There's never been a, a tribe name remotely close to that. Well, there, is uh, there will be in Survivor Crab Walk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this season on Survivor, 
We're pushing the boundaries farther than ever. We, this is Jeff hits machete on rope and large banner unfurls. Survivor crab walk. On the left, we've got the sapphire earkin tribe. And on the right, we've got the emerald nose families tribe. This is bad, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> it's a bad season. Why'd you do this? This <laughs> <laughs> is like, like a buried season of Survivor. They just need to put something out some like years, years down the road. They're like, I don't know. Emily, someday we'll do a fantasy draft of all-time Survivor players to become to be cast in a returning <laughs> character season of Survivor Crab Walk. Survivor Crab Walk. <laughs> it needs to be because this is the idea here is it's more about you know the concept than it is about the location. They run out of locations. It's in like Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> For today's challenge, you are going to have to go to the right aid down the street and get some milk and bring it back. But while crab walking, <laughs> survivors ready. Go. Give you a minute to strategize. As with every other challenge, I'm very good at crab walking, so I think I'll be good at this one too. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Well, believe it or not, this is a Survivor podcast where we talk about Survivor. Um, and so before we break down this episode, what do you say we take a meandering walk down to Tree Mail and uh, check out what happened in this episode of Survivor? So after the previous tribal council, the Orange Tribe gets back to camp and they solidify that they are final six baby over the final five baby from the other tribe. But right before the merge, Cass and Sarah begin to butt heads a little bit over loyalty and sticking together. Drop your buffs after that because it is time for merge. The tribes convene on the former Purple Tribe camp, and we hear of a special idol with special powers buried or hidden near camp. Um, immediately, Tony tries to swing Sarah back to his side but she's super non-committal she's unable to commit one way or the other which raises tony's suspicions i have the hiccups and this is hell <laughs> sarah and Cass get into it again you see some budding tension um they just don't mesh well together and we get to our immunity challenge which is uh standing on little pyramids in the ocean which is Goes from a really boring challenge to a really thrilling challenge. Um, when we get back to camp, it is complete chaos. Tony and Sarah are talking. Trish and Cass are talking. Both tribes are trying to figure out how they can get over the hump and get six votes that they need to vote out someone else from the other faction. It looks like, for the most part, the previous tribes are sticking together with maybe just a couple exceptions. Um at tribal this is a an incredible tribal council one of the best ones if not the best one we've seen on outwatch so far it's complete chaos tony reveals to everybody that he has an idol spencer's like well why don't you show it to us and so he does and he takes his idol out um and we start to hear whispering the former orange tribe is like the other one we'll vote for the other one um and ultimately votes happen um, Tony plays his idol for LJ. LJ then takes his idol out, plays it for Tony. 
and they feel super excited. They're like, ha ha, screw you guys. We got you. And then that first vote comes out and it's Jeffra. And man, that's just such a, it was such that a, was cool a good moment. moment. Yeah. That was a great moment. But ultimately Cass swaps over to the purple side um, and they vote six, five on Sarah sending her home six votes on Sarah, five votes on Jeffra. Sarah sticks with the, the tribe that she was previously on the other pre tr previous tribe votes for Sarah because of her non-committalness. And then Cass swaps over from one side to the other and votes Sarah out as well. So when the dust settles, nobody has any more idols. Sarah's out of the game. And according to Spencer, Cass has a 0% chance at winning this game. Mm -hmm. Well, he's, he is brains. So he's got it's the brains. Still, it's still early. It's still early. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dara's second win loses a player in Sarah. Oh. Second week in a row. Second yeah. week in a row. This time she was voted out of the game, though. She didn't just quit. This was an incredible episode. So much happened. Hit me with your favorite moment or your biggest takeaway or conversation piece coming out of this episode. Scott, why don't you go first? Okay. I'm happy you picked me so I can yell out the tribal council. Oh my uh, yeah. gosh. I was so, I had to watch it twice. I was so high. <laughs> it's happening right now. Yes. That's what I said. It's happening. <laughs> this tribal is live. Yo. So I, it took me back to when I watched this season the first time yeah. because I was like, Oh my gosh, this, I don't know. It's so crazy. Um, it's just like, first off, I get two points because both my guys dropped idols, right? Yeah. They, both wasted them and played them incorrectly, but they played them. So Team you R didn't get Jesus two points. I don't know. It was, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so crazy. I don't know. This whole this whole episode was crazy, but that was just like the greatest point. The like the emotional roller coaster of the players and then also the viewer in that tribal is nuts. Where it, it seriously is like the extreme buildup, where it's like. Tony plays the idol on LJ and you're like, whoa, awesome. And then LJ plays the idol on Tony and you're like, oh man, this is great. And they're like, we totally got him. There's no chance. And like, it's at an extreme high. And then Jeff pulls out the first vote and it says Jeffra. And then everybody just like is whoosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so great because you literally get to see their, you get to see everybody processing it in real time. Yeah. Jeffrey starts crying. Like, everybody's face like changes from happy to sad to happy to sad, uh -huh. like in the blink of like seconds. And it's just awesome. It's a great, great episode. And then for the other tribe or the other former tribe that's there, it's like the extreme, uh, like for them, you don't really see it because they're building us in a different way, but it's like, Oh, Tony just wasted his idol on LJ and Oh, LJ just wasted his idol on Tony. Mm -hmm. And like, Oh, yeah. we're going to get Jeffra. And then, Cast flops, you know, it's like, yeah, just it's so good. Yeah. My heart was racing. It was yeah. so intense. It's great. I've never been that invested in a survivor tribal council. Did it go the way you thought it would? Who did you think was going home up until that last second? I really thought Cass had flipped. So yeah. I was certain that Sarah was going home, but then just with everything that happened with Tony and LJ, 
and then them voting for Jeffra, I was like, well, maybe, maybe it could go differently than I expect. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't expect any of that. So yeah. I, I kind of felt like once the idols were played that Cass may actually stay with her original mm-hmm. Alliance because now she knows that the idols are out there. She doesn't have to worry about having to play around those. She just has to bite her time to get rid of Sarah. I don't know. I, I was I was not expecting Cass to flip, but I also like when it came up, it was just like, holy cow. I yeah. cannot believe she made that play. Yeah, but if, remember, Cass, the votes happen before the idols are played, right? So she d- wouldn't have had the choice to like change. Oh, her I vote. guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, she voted not n- assuming that she didn't know about the idols. She voted right without knowledge of those idols. Right, right, right. I don't know. I, I just well, is that how it played out? Yeah, they showed the mm-hmm. idols, and then everyone was like, "The other one, the other one." Yeah, that's well, when Tony pulled it out. We didn't play it yet. Oh, uh, okay, um, got it. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. I I don't know. I just I don't feel like I expected her to flip. Like it didn't, especially since the brains were such a block. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the first time just, you really see one of them kind of break rank. Like, yeah, that she, was probably she, not a good thing. She stepped out of her core alliance, like into a group of five. So we can talk about this now. Was that the right move for Cass, do you think? I feel like she has such strong bonds with Brain that she just severed. And I don't know how far she'll go with this new alliance. I don't know if she knows anyone that well in it. See, uh, I don't know. I The thing is, like... <clears throat> To say this is a bad survivor play, I think it's too early to really know. Like there are 10 people on this island still. Mm-hmm. There, there are 10 people and she needs a majority. And she is technically speaking standing with the majority, but she can influence who is getting voted out. And when the right opportunity comes, like look at that group of five and be like, hey, only three of you can go to the final. Who wants to be with me and jump over to this side over here? Yeah, I think it it has more weight as a single move than it does, you know, looking down the road. If you look at right now, like it, it probably is a good move for her, right? Because she's mm-hmm. right now being forced to work with somebody that she uh, cannot work with in Sarah. Yeah. You know, but you're right. If you look, start to look two, three, four, five, whatever votes down the line. It's like, okay, well, if they stick together and decimate that other squad, she's probably the first to go of those new six, right? Um, So, yeah, it's like she's in a tough spot right there. Do you go with the long-term move or the short-term move? And if you you don't go with the short-term move, maybe you don't reach the long-term to make the long-term move, you know? Yeah. It is a debatable question that, yeah, you're right. We probably won't get the answer for a little bit. I think the the other thing that this gives her is if she makes it to the final, she has a point where she can look at and say, this is the moment where I played my game up until this point. I played my game with other people as smartly as I could. Mm -hmm. And then when it wasn't working for me or when I realized it wasn't beneficial, I made the move and now I'm sitting here. Like if she makes it to the final, this is her defining moment. And it's a killer one. That's true. But Remember, Spencer told her, 0% chance at winning this game. Yeah. Spencer's petty. <laughs> he is pretty petty. I thought no. that was, I always remember that like line, though. I th- think it's so funny. 
He's just like in complete frustration and exasperation. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I yes, think, I think zero percent chance at winning this game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think Spencer was just sitting there going like, okay, there are a core three with six people. We have an opportunity to go to the final three. Like this, it wouldn't be that hard. We just have to get rid of those five. Yeah. And then we have to manipulate these five here, these you know six here, whatever. You, you can even whittle it down. Like, you just need to vote out you need to vote someone on the other alliance this time, someone on the other alliance next time, and then you can get rid of Sarah. Ah, the pendulum strategy where you mm-hmm. play the middle and kind of just bing bong back and forth between one idol, one team and the other. Yeah. Hasn't worked it's, yet, but maybe someday it will. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it was just, it was such an interesting move. But the person, like, if, if you're the, the person who, is without a doubt the dumbest survivor this episode is Sarah. Yeah, wasn't yeah, a great showing yeah. for her. Like, without a doubt, because all she needs to do is look at Tony and say, "Who do you want me to vote for?" All right. Yep. And he, and she's done. Yeah, and she's she, never she, even a target. You're right. She she's not a target. She doesn't have to sit here and keep like bullshitting with him all the time. And then when it comes down to it, Tony's probably not going to play his idol. Yep. Because he doesn't feel threatened. He feels secure. I, she was, yep. and this is the, go ahead, Scott. I was just say, yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is the narrative you get from her from day one of like, I'm a cop. I am honorable. I give my word and I keep it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie, you know? Mm-hmm. And that hoses her because she yeah. can't mm-hmm. tell Tony. Yeah, I'm with you. Even if she doesn't know if she is or not yet, you know? Well, she also screwed herself over with Cass by being yep. like, wow, I'm in the middle of these two alliances and I get to decide who's going home. Yeah, so now too. I'm going to decide that I'm in charge and I'm going to be really annoying that's, and make Cass flip. That's the other yeah. thing. She sits there and she's, she, she keeps saying, I'm the most powerful survivor in the game. And she thinks that because of that, because she's the swing vote, she gets to make the decision. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like it means you're the and you're the bottom of whatever her. like alliance you wind up in now. Yeah. yeah, that's also a good tell when you're watching Survivor that when you hear someone say, "I'm in the most powerful position in this game," mm-hmm. they're going to get voted out in the next couple yeah. episodes. Yeah, <laughs> usually yep. a good tell. <clears throat> yeah, the tribal council was so good. Um, this is also the first time we've seen idols played in Outwatch, right? Yeah, because we haven't had any played yet this season. Nope. Uh, thoughts when Tony whipped that idol out before the vote and was just like, I've got this idol. I forgot that he played it. And so when he whips it out, I was like, he really just did that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of fitting this Tony narrative that we've been talking about like this entire season. Like he's just brash. He's going for it. He is. What did you what what did you say to describe him? Full what? Full send. He's full send. Yeah, and so he's like, yeah, there's idols. I got one, and they're like, <laughs> what? And then he just puts it around his neck. Like that's a, I don't know. It just it's so stereotypical, Tony, from what we've seen to this yeah. point in time. It's a real Godfather type of move. It really is. <laughs> Honestly, what's a really interesting move there is that LJ pulls out his idol and plays it on Tony. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I would do that. Yeah, he. I wonder if he even almost felt like guilty. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. I, I think if you're talking about that as a strictly survivor play, yeah, you're maintaining your, you know, your your other strong player, an obvious target, quote unquote, in 
your alliance. Yeah. But I just never felt like LJ was that committed to that alliance that he'd be like, yeah, I'll burn an idol on you, pal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can, well, obviously you can make the case that neither of them were good or right because they <laughs> both canceled zero votes. Right. Mm-hmm. They were wasted. But even yeah. at like, say that LJ does get the votes, like, well, first of all, Tony doesn't need to do it because Cass is on their side and they win the vote. So it would even, even if they did vote for LJ, it would be five and their six right. would vote for Sarah and he'd be fine. Even if it was six on LJ, I'm not sure it's the right move either. Like you can make the argument that this is at the merge. This is a pivotal vote. This sets the tone for how the next like phase of the game looks. You've got numbers now, but yeah, yeah, it's a debatable move. If you take all those variables out, if you leave the variables in that, like, I mean, I think Tony should have trusted, namely Trish, when Trish said, Cass is with us. I got her. Um, mm-hmm. And then not played the idol because he did. Yeah, they both wasted him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've also we've seen this season already. We've seen one person go out with an idol in their pocket because they True. felt safe. True. So, yeah, you know. If not now, when? Yeah, if, I mean, that's if, what, if, it's, if it's not to secure yourself in a power position early on in the merge, do you wait until you're in a vulnerable position and buy yourself another day? Yeah, you're right. It's like it's such a tough question to know when mm-hmm. to play it. Um, but yeah, he I guess just it. I think it kind of, again, comes down to trust, right? He didn't trust that Cass was with them. He didn't trust Trish when she told him that she was with him. And so, yeah, he felt unsafe enough to have to play it. Good on Trish, though. Like, yeah, Tony was so gung ho, like, oh, I'll get Sarah on our side. And that obviously didn't work. And Trish was like, just let me do this. Like, I know I can't. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, I've got this. She was like, whatever. And then she talked to Cass and boom, she was done and she had done what they needed. That was another thing I didn't really get. Why did Tony not feel the need to try to get anyone on his? Why did it have to be Sarah? He was like, no, don't even talk. Don't even talk to her. Like, we're, we we got Sarah. It's fine. We don't need to talk to anybody else. Like, why does it matter? Talk to everybody. He was just certain. Every single person. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he was just like thinking, uh, you know, she was on our tribe, you know, the cops are us thing. I wonder if he was just like still Mm -hmm. hoping that that loyalty was still there and he was still going to try to, you know, maintain that to a certain extent until like he exhausted all options, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's more what it was than anything. And yeah. obviously, you know, Sarah betrayed him ultimately, but I mean, at least he was going to give it every chance he had, I guess. Yeah. Talk to everyone is a good survivor rule of thumb, but what you shouldn't, you shouldn't talk to everyone about everything, you know? So, right. Yeah. I, I totally get like Tony should be having strategic conversations with everyone. I I imagine what he's thinking is like, if we tell the wrong person about this plan, it's going to like get out to everyone and blow up. Right. But Mm -hmm. yeah, (sighs) this is early in the episode to do this, but slam dunk. My MVP of this episode is Trish hundred percent. I'm with you. Honestly killed it. Yeah. Pretty much single-handedly got cast to flip, which enacted that vote. Tony and LJ wasted their idols. Bing bong bango. Bing bong bango. Good golly, Miss Molly. 
Um, okay, uh, who will we'll backpedal a little bit now back to the merge. Going into this spot at the merge, um, who individually did you feel good about as far as their, spa- their spot in the game? Uh, who did you look at as saying, like, this person's in a good, powerful position, they've got some shields in front of them and can make a run in the post-merge? This is so difficult because both teams came into it, like, so strongly we were all together. Mm-hmm. I always like I uh, until Cass flipped. I think I was always like, yeah, brains brains are together. Brains have. I mean, like when, when you're flipping an alliance and you're bringing two other people with you, like I don't know. Brains just always felt very strong because they were a unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As individuals, I don't know that any of them were, you know, particularly good. I think we'll see if Cass can pull this off. Right. But in terms of people who are definitely safe, Spencer and Tasha, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and Cass, she just put herself out there. Yeah. Spencer's really gone from, I mean, you look at episode four, whatever it was, where he was like on the bottom of a bad tribe to being like kind of, he's flown under the radar for a while now. Mm -hmm. He was like highest on the target list to now being on no one's target list for the time being, at least. I think he's just quiet. Like, I don't think, I don't think he sits there and strategizes with everybody. Like, I think he sits there and listens to other people strategize Mm -hmm. at him. And then he goes to his core group and he's like, so this is what I'm seeing. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jeremiah just seems so inconsequential. That doesn't seem like he's going to be a target. Well, he might be a target soon. Um, Going to the merge. I didn't see it. Uh, I think Morgan's been pretty solid. Yeah, Morgan's weird because she was such a target for so long. Mm-hmm. And then like, she just kind of fell off. I Either she is, became quieter and less on people's targets or just, I don't know. She also, she makes like really, so, like the camera likes to pan to her because she does like, you know, like mix like hair flips and stuff. Like, yeah, eye rolls and yeah, all that. Yeah, I love to pan to her for stuff like yeah. that. Which just makes me think that she must be a nightmare to be with the camp or be at the camp with. <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> she did really well in the um, immunity challenge. Yeah, she hung in there. Yeah, yeah, she did. yeah, yeah. You get the sense she's probably underestimated. Like she was a NFL cheerleader, you know. Right. So she's especially definitely. these balancing things, probably pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So I think that's what made me think of it during that challenge. She was really holding on. And then I was like, you know, we haven't seen much from her, but in a way that's probably like their second win style mm-hmm. or she could be a, just a solid player and get pretty far in the game. Yeah. The problem is I think Morgan is strategic. Mm-hmm. Like she can be strategic, but she's just not necessarily good at it. Dara was just kind of there. Well, that's what the purple edit made you think. <laughs> You're right. You're right. All of the few talking heads that we got from Daryl were so good. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the thing Morgan has going against her, too, is that she created the storyline for herself early on that she's, like, untrustworthy, you know, with the yeah. whole idol thing. That's true. Whereas yeah. Dara, it's like no one's going to accuse her of that. She can also, yeah, yeah. I, I also, I can just see her flying under the radar for now while, like, the big dogs kind of fight it out, mm-hmm. you know? 
and then all these like sort of minor characters are just kind of wind up with like, Hey, why don't we just team up and get rid of them? Yeah. That happens a lot. Um, okay. So the, the Tony and Sarah thing ultimately doesn't work. We've talked about this a little bit already because in my opinion, Tony comes in there way too strong of like, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to do this swear on your badge right now. Yeah. And then Sarah is equally way too noncommittal. You know, both of them totally misplay that. Uh, yeah. Tony should have been more cautious and understanding of like, you know, yeah, you can think about it. Sarah should have also said, yeah, let's do it. They both goofed. And I, yeah, I think it, it came down to Sarah overplaying the middle, you know, being in the middle is an okay place to be because it does give you some extra influence. Um, but you can also see a common thing that happens is you overplay it like she does. And the two groups, or at least one of them, goes from, all right, we need to get Sarah on our side to, let's just vote out Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, that's how this went for her. When we were leading into um, the immunity and shortly afterwards, when Sarah and Cass were butting heads a lot, who were you on? Were you on Team Sarah or Team Cass? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so hard to be in. Um, I think I saw like Sarah's argument, like, no, like we need to take out the big players. But also I saw Cass's side as well, where it's like, no, let's get the numbers. And then we'll slowly start to pick these other dudes mm-hmm. off. So I guess I would probably lean more towards Cass's strategy. So I guess I would be team Cass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the the other. There's, of course, just like the I think Cass is more fun side, but there's also the strategic side where, yeah, you laid it out well. Cass is saying, let's get out the easy players that aren't going to have an idol so we can really assure numbers and then we'll get out the power players. Right, whereas Sarah's playing. And stuff and- yeah, where Sarah's saying, no, that's a waste of a vote. Let's get the power players out. I think I'm team Cass, but that also might just be because. Sarah came on so strong. I'm mm-hmm. trying. I'm trying to separate like the way that Sarah went about it and her actual strategy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that we've already talked about. I'm Team Cass because, and we, again, we've said this, but Sarah was like, "Oh, you know, I'm so important. I can." And she said it in her confessionals as they were panning between their she and Cass, kind of arguing and then talking with Sarah. But Sarah's like, you know, don't piss me off right now. Like, you have to kind of do what I say. And Cass yeah. is not interested in that at all. And like we said, Sarah's kind of, like, she doesn't have any ties to this alliance from before this alliance right now. She wasn't in either of the tribes that formed the alliance. So she doesn't really have that power, like, maybe tonight in this tribal council. But moving forward, she's not going to be the boss anymore. So she shouldn't, you know, be so aggressive Yeah, I, I to think her alliance. She she overplays that hand because it, it makes it seem like Sarah isn't loyal. It makes it seem like Sarah just thinks that she can be in charge. So she's going to be over here. And I, I think when someone isn't like, I, I, I genuinely think that like over the course of that interaction, Sarah just becomes very untrustworthy. I don't know, man. There are so many ways you could have played this that were just like infinitely better. Yeah. Because I, I, th- I genuinely think if you could just get Sarah to commit to Tony, just say, hey, yeah. like, yeah, I'll vote. Who do you want me to vote for? And then turn around and go back to her alliance and say, so they're voting for so-and-so. Like, Tony thinks I'm with them. 
we got this unlocked. We can vote out Tony. Yep. And then have a conversation and be totally willing to say, okay, that's totally fine that we're not going to go with my strategy. Like it it would not have been hard. Because doing both of those things gains trust, right? Right. It shows that you're committed. You're committed to burning a bridge with someone that you're going to need their vote later because that, that would have to come back on her eventually. Like Tony would stand in front of her and be like, so remember when you said this to me? Yeah. And I, one of the important things, underrated things about being good at survivors, being flexible and Sarah was anything, but she was very right. rigid. So mm-hmm. it has to be Tony. Yeah, you're right. If she <laughs> says like goes along with it, they just vote out Jeffrey and it's done and she's still in the game. But yeah, and I, I think that was a big part of Cass's point where she's like, you're telling me that you won't vote for this person. Like, it it makes it sound like you have an alliance with that person. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm definitely team Cass because I think she's way smarter. And Tony misplayed this pretty heavily, too. Oh, yeah. yeah no, did. Tony definitely yeah. did. I, I think we're finally seeing, like, Tony's not really a smart player and the social part of the game is really going to catch up to him. Yeah, he definitely, like, we said it last episode, but he is not a calculating guy. Mm-mm. He's a super strategic guy, but it's like like flying by the seat of his pants strategic, you know? Yeah. It's not like mastermind numbers calculation strategic. Well, and the, if you're in an alliance with him, you have to you have to trust him. And, like, so far it's worked out. Eventually you're going to get to a point where you're like, you know, I just... I just don't think I trust you right now. Like, I don't think, I don't think this is going to work. And I feel like this is going to blow up in your face and I need to distance myself from you. So let's talk about the immunity challenge. This was another good one. It starts off really slow. This is where they're standing on like the perches in the ocean. um, And they have to move up every once in a while. The first two rounds are super easy. No one falls out or really even like budges. And then they transition to like the very top where it's like a balance beam floating in the ocean and then it gets thrilling because one after another they're just flying off and it's like yeah it's like a like a race you know like a nascar race where it's like this person does this and oh my gosh now this they like i i have a hard time thinking of a faster paced survivor challenge in that last section you know yeah uh and woo wins that challenge um, this is another moment where Tony is this whole challenge so aware of the fact that he's on a TV show. <laughs> there were like three separate yeah. occasions where Jeff's just like doing his commenting. He's like, and you're going to start to feel the pain. And Tony just like unsolicited is like, that's right, Jeff. It's very painful. Nobody <laughs> likes this. There's nothing fun about this. It's like, thanks, Tony. <laughs> I would, I would subscribe to the NFL Network if they just let Tony like talk, like like do the commentary for the 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 like like someone, anyone, yeah. just pick a team. <laughs> and then like when they go to the when it's down to the final two of just him and Woo, he tries to do the classic Survivor thing of like chatting it up with the other person on an mm-hmm. a, on a challenge like this, like how you doing, Woo? And he's just like, fine. <laughs> and then when he, this was so funny when he like falls off, he tries to do the cool, like, um, like death, 
uh, you know, statement thing. Yes. Yeah. He's like, but it, again, it must have been like a spur of the moment thing because he goes, good luck, woo, and falls yeah. off. Yeah. Like, good luck at what? The challenge right. is over. Staying on <laughs> this <laughs> one. for a split second longer. Don't fall off as I fall into the water. Right. I just found that to be so funny. And he, he's yeah. such a ham, dude. Yeah, he is. Great TV, though. Um, what were y'all, I don't know about you, but for me, like in that third sequence, when people just like started falling off, that was like heart pounding, exhilarating. Did you have a similar experience? I, I think I was just so, I don't know. It, 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 it just genuinely felt inconsequential to me. Like, like the vote, like the voting stuff that happened at tribal, it didn't feel like this would really sway it that much. Like whoever won. Unless it was the swing vote, but like, I don't know. I, like, it was definitely, it was, it was a good challenge for the ones that like last forever sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, don't know. I didn't particularly find it that compelling. They were talking about Wu if he didn't win. Were they? Yeah. yeah they meant- I guess you're right. They were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Um, but here's how you can make that challenge work for you better. When you get to the top, you don't stand straight up because your center of gravity is way too high. Mm. <laughs> so if you, you just squat if you on can, it? If you can kind of, squ- I feel like if you could somehow finagle it where you're squatted almost in like, you're still in kind of a tandem stance, but if you could somehow keep your center of gravity lower, you're less likely to fall due to the wind. That's really That's, smart. That was like, Wu went into like a surfing stance. Yep. Because yeah. yeah. that's what he was doing. Like you're just standing on a board that's moving in the ocean. Like, yeah, because when you stand straight up, that's just physics. You're more likely yeah. to topple over. But yeah, that's yeah. all I thought about. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like as far as endurance challenges go, this one was definitely more interesting, especially since everyone fell off at pretty much the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was like one eye after the other. I was like, oh, there goes another yeah. one. Like the cat, the cat on the poster. Oh, hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Jutia. Rip. Um, so it's we talked about it already, but worth noting again how freaking masterful Trish was with Cass. Really mm-hmm. saved the day for her group. Um, and really the the anti Tony method, where you know you see Trish approach Cass calmly, and she's just like. Hey, if you could vote anybody out tonight, who would you do? You know? And she's yeah. like, Sarah. Yeah. And she's like, I think that's a good idea. We'd like to do that too. You know? It's like yeah. Yeah, it was masterful. So yeah. Masterful. It Trish- was perfect. It was it was exactly what we talked about last episode about Alexis approaching Jeremiah. Like it was it was the exact mm-hmm. exact way that Alexis should have played that. You didn't. And then we see Trish play this way and it works just beautifully. Yeah, I think that we we haven't gotten enough of Trish to this point to really see her game. A lot of what we see is like kind of the blow up, you know, that she has. But she's a really skilled survivor player. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think this is a, a really strong example of that, how good she is socially and at managing people. I was going to say, I think like you, you see Tony doing all this crazy stuff, but I feel mm-hmm. like in that alliance, Trish is like the one behind the scenes, like making, like covering up for his antics, yeah. but also keeping him safe as well and kind of working kind of in the back, back of the background, so to speak. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Tony's not nearly as successful to this point as he is without a Trish with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, not at all. I think, yeah. 
I, I completely agree. I think, I, I think Tony is just kind of, he, he's the star of the show and Trish is just back there directing everything. Mm-hmm. When, when Tony pulled the idol out and then, uh, you know, we got to the point where it's time to play the idols. What were your expectations of how that was going to go? Did you think he would actually play it? And if so, who did you think he would play it for or would he keep it? Man, he was being so reckless. I honestly didn't know what his plan was. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. That's kind of how he always is though, right? Yeah. I, I was going to say like, I, I think you kind of have to approach this two ways. If you're a, a smart survivor move, if you reveal that idol, you got to play it. Yep. Totally. Yep. And especially in this case, you got to play it on someone else. What does that buy you if you get knocked out? I think that's another question, but I, I think at the very least, like I, there was no way he wasn't playing it. Yeah. But also it's tiny. So it absolutely could have not played it. I think you're right though, that if, if you reveal it to everyone in that sort of fashion, you've got to play it because if you sit on it and you survive, everyone's gunning for you next tribal. Yeah. And they're like splitting the votes on you. They're using advantages against you because once people know you have an idol, you become public enemy number one. Yeah. Yep. Great tribal. We've been through it already, but man, so much fun. I still just like, man, that, that moment when it's the, the vote flips over and it's Jeffra is just like, Oh Yeah. It just deflated. Yeah. yeah. It and was, she was like, oh my gosh. The, you whole, feel the whole time her face yeah. was panic. And then there's the big reaction when it's over. One of the biggest like vote out reactions ever. Like you've got Tony and those people just like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And then the other, the other group is like, they had no idea Cass was even thinking about swapping. Cause they were like, who flipped, who flipped? And then someone's mm-hmm. like, Cass, did you flip Cass? Such a move. Such a good tribal. How do uh, we feel about Jeffra's game so far? Oh, uh, what is there to feel anything about? Yeah, they don't really show her <laughs> playing the game. I just like, I felt like I've never felt like such a like oh man like it was just so like gut wrenching when she was like like she was so scared of leaving you kind of have this moment like oh man I really hope you don't go actually like, yeah <laughs> so she seems like a really sweet person that really wants to be there yeah but she was really cold are, a while ago she was I don't know that she yeah, was very cold, cold a while ago yeah she was I thought she was gonna like leave do you have Jeffrey's home in Kentucky <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, Emily, is Jeffra on your tribe? Uh, yeah. Because she's probably got the most Dara upside <laughs> yeah, of anyone. Yeah, that's true. Her and Jeremiah both like fit the Dara mold pretty well. Mm-hmm. Not getting much from them at all. Just pretty people. Yeah, we have say, a southern Jeffra's, accent. Jeffra's yeah. talking head pieces are actually pretty good, though. They are pretty good. I think Jeremiah is more Dara than we... Yeah, that we'd care to let on. No, I, Jeffra, I totally Jeffra agree. was like Miss Teen Kentucky or something like that. Yep. Yeah, so she she knows how to like talk to judges and stuff. Yeah. If she makes it to the final, she'll win for sure. Wow, Are you gonna lock <laughs> that in right now? <laughs> That's it doesn't matter. Take. It doesn't matter who she's there with. She wins. Just hot part. take coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I sure wish I I forgot to clip out your air horn noises. Otherwise, I would love that. Uh, yeah. That's my air horn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not better. 
if you missed one of these previous episodes, this is my new soundboard that I got. It comes loaded with some bad sound effects. <laughs> and none of them are air horn hip hop so I noises. So I had us make them and I haven't clipped it out because I'm a fool. <laughs> That's a laugh track that um, is um, clipping no, horribly. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing funny about that. No, that's really horrifying. Bad. So one more time, we'll just take stock of our situation in the game now after that super crazy tribal council because a lot of stuff happened. Tony and, Jade and LJ both play their idols and both block zero votes with them. Complete wastes. Throw them in the trash. They're meaningless and they're out of the game now. Um... Cass votes with Trish and company against Sarah. And so now we've got 10 people left in the game. You've got the top five baby plus Cass. Mm -hmm. And then um, Spencer, Tasha, um, Jeremiah, and Morgan, who were blindsided along with Sarah on the other side. And there were idolists for the first time in a while. But there is another hidden immunity idol with special powers. That's right. And we will see if and how that comes into play. Uh, Emily and I already gave our MVPs of the day. Do you guys have your MVP picks? I think Trish is a completely valid choice, but I'm going to go with Cass. Mm. Okay. I, I think that she made a bold move today. We'll see if it pans out. But, I mean, she made the move. so She did make the move. I'm going to go with... Trash. <laughs> I'm gonna say that they're both my MVPs. They're co-MVPs today. Okay, can I say? Can I say Cliff? He's just with us in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Wu Tang. Good luck, Wu. That's right. That's the only reason Wu won is because he he embodied all the power of Cliff. <laughs> yeah, the spirit of Cliff was with him. All right, so let's do a quick recap of our scores. Uh, scores really inflate this episode because everybody who gets into this episode gets a point for making it to the merge. Um, and then we had two idols played as well and some votes, a lot of votes that were done correctly and a lot of votes that were done incorrectly. So points are kind of across the board this time. All right, so third place, still in third, but... Narrowing the gap is Ooh. the RN Jesus Forever Main tribe. Yeah. Uh, only three members of the tribe remaining, but um, you got a whopping four points from Tony because he played an idol and named the episode, and three from LJ because he played his idol as well. So RN Jesus in third place <laughs> with 20 sweet. points. Second place is the Earlobe tribe with 22 and a half. You got a couple extra points from Wu for winning the immunity challenge. But uh, Tasha, Jeremiah, and Spencer all voted incorrectly. Yeah, so, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, rough, rough um, break there. And then leading the charge, but only by a half a point now, Yikes. is Dara's second wind um, with 23. You got correct votes from Cass. <laughs> Trish and Jeffra, but Sarah is out of the game. So yeah. you two are now down to three players. Ew. Just to do a quick restock after this episode, the Earlobe tribe has Spencer, Wu, Tasha, Jeremiah. Dara's second win has Cass, Trish, and Jeffra. And RN Jesus has Tony, Morgan, and LJ. 
Um, real quickly before we wrap up, how are each of you feeling about your tribes at this precise moment and who um, you've got based on their games thus far? R and Jesus, y'all have have closed the gap a little bit, and you have budding powerhouse duo Tony and LJ there. Yeah, that's the sole reason I feel pretty good about where I'm at. Yeah. I think that those two are on the right side of the numbers now. I'm hoping we can make a run. You are within striking distance, Earlobe Tribe. How you feeling? Um, you know, I would feel better if. One, two, three, three members of my team weren't on the uh, uh, alliance that only has five people right now, or four people. It's fair. Um, I, I I feel confident about Spencer being able to make a move and Tasha because they're kind of in it together. I feel like Wu's a solid player. Jeremiah is a toss-up. I feel like he'll just kind of coast for a while. We have not really seen anything from Tasha the last few episodes. No. Well, we saw her mediate the conflict between... Uh, That's true. Sarah and Cass. Yep. That's true. Oh. And I, wonder if that, I wonder if that helped drive Cass to uh, vote because she didn't feel like uh, yeah. uh, Tasha was really on her side. So maybe she just felt fair. like, well, my alliance is you know, spinning up. That's true. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Uh, and Emily, you guys are still in the lead, but by slim margins. You've got Cass, Trish, and Jeffra left. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I'm getting worried. I've lost two people <laughs> in two episodes. Uh, but I do have Cass, who's making moves, mm-hmm. and Trish, who's um, being really strategic, mm-hmm. and Jeffra, who's flying under the radar, yep. except for almost being voted out. So a yep. uh, toss-up, but there is some hope. Quietly, you've got some strong players there. Yes. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Outwatch. You should sub to our feed on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you don't miss the rest of this season. We're getting in to the real thick of it now in the post-merge game. Uh, You'll want to stick with us for our next episode, uh, the seventh episode of the season, titled Mad Treasure Hunt. Perhaps some searching for that special idol in store. Tony's going to name another episode, isn't he? (laughs) I don't know, man. We'll have to see. Uh, I truly hope he does. That that's some easy points there for R and Jesus as well. We need what we, we need all the help we can get. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Outwatch. <laughs> <laughs>